0: So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Welcome to the From Scratch Body, I'm Liv. Today we are talking about how much power do cravings really have? Last week, I offered some ideas on what healthy snacks you can gift yourself when that kuchi-sabishi feeling comes over you. But another approach is pausing. How powerful are cravings? Maybe we can completely control them. Have you sat in a craving? When a craving occurs, chocolate, wine, cake, pretzels, what is your reaction? Do you simply give in to it, thinking it's the only way to get it out of your system? Do you punish yourself and wish you didn't have those cravings? Do you feel shame? Frustration? Do you take it as an opportunity to have a healthy snack instead, like I suggested last week? Well, today, try this. It doesn't sound like the most fun exercise, maybe, but stay with me. Sit in it. Just stop, feel the craving and investigate. Why must you have that right now? Will it feel good afterwards? Are you excited about having it and enjoying it? Or will you feel sad afterwards because it wasn't how you planned to eat today? There are no right or wrong answers here. I just want you to be aware. And just to be clear, I don't suggest you should feel shame or sadness from eating anything. And whenever I suggest healthier versions of something, that is not to say that an unhealthier option is forbidden or bad. I just want to help you feel good in your body. That's all. And the way to get there can look different every day. The concept of intuitive eating is that you allow your body to tell you what you need I'm not an expert on this topic. I really do like it though and subscribe to it in the way that I understand it. I do believe that if we remove all shame and shoulds and should nots of eating, we will let our bodies have what is good for it most of the time. I really think that the shame or taboo of certain foods and snacks make them more desirable. But I also believe that this desire is short-lived. I've even experienced it many times. Two of my vices, red wine and crisps, can pop up in my head out of nowhere. And at first, it feels like I have to have it. I have all sorts of reasons for it too. I've had a long day. I need a drink. I have to snack on something salty and so on. But when I pretty much stopped drinking, I was forced to investigate that desire properly. So let's look at wine as an example. When I sit in this craving, I investigate what it is about it that I think I need. Is it a drink? More often than not, when we need a drink, the answer is in that statement. We need to drink water. We are thirsty. Yes, it's that simple. Chug a pint of water and ask yourself again if you need a drink. If it's been a stressful day, the needing a drink feeling might actually be ...that we need to sit down, take a breath, lean back and let out a big sigh. It's not really about the alcohol at all. And in this same way, you can investigate each craving when you need chocolate. Do you need some energy? Something for your blood sugar? Or maybe it was just an idea that popped into your head and will leave as soon as it came... Maybe you can sit down for a minute and journal what was going on in the moment the craving came to you. You might discover some interesting connections. That is often what I find. When we are strong enough to stop and not give in to our cravings immediately, they go away much faster than you'd think. My wine cravings? If I tell myself I'm going to ask myself again in five minutes, I'm usually over it. Have chocolate, drink a glass of red wine, grab a slice of leftover cake. It is all good. All I want to recommend is that you try an exercise that reminds you that you are in charge and not a helpless passenger to your cravings. What is your most common craving and how do you react when it occurs? Please do share with me. I'm so curious to hear. Now, for something completely different, we are making turkey meatballs for dinner. Turkey mince is a leaner, lovely alternative to beef or pork mince, and it makes a super tasty meatball in no time. I love turkey for dinner. I know I've said this before. I feel like turkey meat is forgotten about, apart from a Christmas or Thanksgiving. And it's a shame. It's a lovely, protein-rich, lean meat, and you can do so much with it. If you are craving meatballs, this is a fantastic alternative to beef or pork. These are such a hit in my home, and we have them regularly. And you will laugh when you realise how easy they are to make. So, for turkey meatballs for two people, you need 400 grams of turkey mince. You can buy ready minced turkey or you can mix some boneless turkey meat in a food processor. Half an onion, salt and pepper, one egg, half a cup of breadcrumbs, a small handful of parsley, optional, a small handful of parmesan, again, optional, and half a cube of chicken stock and again this is optional and if you do add chicken stock then omit the salt that I mentioned before. You preheat the oven to about 170 degrees celsius 160 if fan assisted that's roughly 350 degrees fahrenheit. Chop the onion finely, grate the parmesan and chop the parsley. In a large bowl mix together mince, onion, breadcrumbs, parsley, parmesan, salt and pepper, or stock cube if you're using, and mix well. Add the egg and mix well again. Make sure it's sticky and easy to make into firm balls. If they're not quite firm enough you can add a tiny bit more of the breadcrumbs. On a large baking tray put a sheet of baking paper down and use a spoon and your hand to form meatballs in your palm. If the dough is quite sticky You can have a pint of lukewarm water that you dip the spoon into between forming balls. This stops the mix from sticking to your hand and the spoon. Place the balls evenly on the baking tray and cook in the oven for about 20 minutes, turning them once or twice during cooking. The meatballs are done when the internal temperature is over 74 degrees 165 degrees fahrenheit and then you can serve them with whatever you like my favorites are spaghetti or courgetti boodles which are butternut squash noodles couscous rice bulgur or some flatbread and hummus from last week i would love to see your meatballs what did you have with them share your result with me on instagram and tag the from scratch body so i don't miss it see you next week